Peace, peace, peace. This is Full Prophets Podcast. On my podcast today is a brother named RTO from Cali, Agent Smith78 from Chicago, and DJY Body. Peace, brother. How you doing? Peace. What's going on? What's going on? Peace, peace. Everything is love. Sir. So how's y'all day going so far? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Yeah, can't can't complain. Can't complain, brother. We hey, we we above ground. Hey, we can't be better than that. Yes, sir. Exactly. Man, this, this is the best part of my day right here, doing my podcast and and and, and picking people brains about what they do. You know, so I'm in my element now. All right, I'm gonna start it off right away, man. What's your favorite programs or hardware to use? Hmm. Want to go first? <laughs> uh, well, mine's simple enough. Right now, it's uh. It's Ableton and um, MPC Live. Okay. Those two, that, that's enough. I mean, I got a bunch of other crap, but those are the main two. Mm. Mine's, mine's Ableton, Studio One, MPC, and um, I'm still, I'm, I'm starting to take a liking to this uh, 404 MK2. Okay. Explain and 404 MK2. SP, SP 404, MK2, okay. okay. Yeah, um, for me, definitely Ableton as the doll, and hardware-wise, it would be this MPC 4000, and um, I also have the SP404 MK2, and have quite some time with that. It's very fun. Okay. Between the three of you, is there a certain genre of music you like to sample and chop? Hmm. Or do you jump around? I do. Uh, I'll... Go ahead, Art. Yes. I'll just say I'm mostly jazz, but I I try to jump around though. Like I'll I'll sample jazz in a second, but I usually try to go to as, as many different things as I can, so I just don't sound exactly the same every dog on beat. I love Soviet soul, Polish, uh, and like uh, Spanish. Uh, classic music I, I like i love that and a little bit of asian depending on what genre of asian music but that's what i tend to like i i, I tend to fall in the jazz category for the most part too but it would be a lot of different like say like how wide body was saying different areas or countries their interpretation of jazz so it may be like brazilian jazz like bossa nova mm-hmm. or whatever or japanese jazz or something like that it has to have some type of jazz influence though right yep wow buddy what made you go into the the, the polish realm and uh I'm, I'm a stickler for certain sounds and uh you know me being you know sampling for a while you you tend to stick to the to the soul music, you know. That's been our kind of our blueprint, uh, old soul. When we're trying to find rare soul that no one's heard before. But when I started kind of YouTube and then digging and stuff, certain you know, because I moved down here in Florida uh, thirteen years ago and just finding old records, I came across a couple of records like that where first the first ten fifteen seconds of it, I'm like, oh my god, why hasn't anyone? tried to chop this up. So I'm kind of, I kind of look at it like it's like some uh, uh, hidden gem 
and I'm pretty sure it's not, but I've never heard anything like that, some of this stuff. But yeah, I gravitate towards certain sounds. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. What current artists are you guys listening to? Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good At question. the direct moment, it would have to be Black Milk. Okay. Like, just right this very second. And just different eras of Black Milk, like his most latest stuff. I go to the old popular demand era uh, 365 and those joints are like the favorites but I, like I said I still like his current music as well if it's like a full release or just like a beat tape all of it go it all slap me being a tri-state hey um, I'm on my, in my Nas bag right now man uh, you know I was still listening to uh uh, King's Disease, and when this new one drops, so I've been in that bag. But and and that, that I listen to a lot of old classic stuff, man. I go back, throw, throw my EPMD on, or Stakes is High, De La Soul. For some reason, I've been rotating that as well. I don't know why. Just you just play something, a tune goes off in your head, and you want to listen to it. That and I rocked uh, uh, the Dynasty Blueprint, uh, the Dynasty uh, Rock Like Familiar. Oh, I don't wow. ask me why. I just been rocking. <laughs> You know what? For I like that album though. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not gonna say the album. There were just certain songs that really just hit. You know yeah, the I mean? joints on there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. For me, um, was it been Cleo Soul, mm. um, Black Milk as well, um, and an old staple Sade. I listened to a bunch of old Sade albums again like damn I should have sampled this a million years ago <laughs> but I still <laughs> but yeah that's been right. about it all right so all of you guys tend to say or have said black milk mm-hmm. all right I've always asked people this question I'm gonna ask you guys this too where do you guys rank black milk as far as producers would he be top five top ten hmm all time is tough to say top okay. five. You know what I'm saying? But he he could be in the conversation of a 10, 10 to 20 somewhere in there. Hmm. I, I, you know, I mean, he hasn't really missed. Like, I haven't really heard of Black Miguel like, man, this beat, or he kind of slumped. He just keeps getting better. So top, you know, 15, 20, he in there somewhere for me. 15 to 20, okay. I got him there too. I like his production. But I can't put him in all time because I look at the, you know, I don't want to take away from his talent, but I mean, talent wise, yeah, he can, he can go with the best of them. Yeah. Um, my answer is kind of like same as AS. I was throw him like top 15, probably top 20. I have a, um, few that I hold greater than him but he's definitely one of those ones like I have moments with him like I just be in a black milk phase like I am right now then a few months later it'd be a Kev Brown phase and then whoever else Mm -hmm. phase so yeah he's definitely one of the ones but yeah I can't put him in the top five or top ten Mm -hmm. 
Speaking of top five, mm-hmm. who would be in you guys' top five? Oh, part. <laughs> My favorite part. Aha. Yeah. Come on. Go ahead, why body you got it. Hey, I I, I gotta need a couple minutes, man. Okay, okay. Uh <laughs> five. Ooh. Uh I don't know if I have an order. No order, no order is needed. Okay, that, top yeah. five. okay I can rock with that. Okay. Because right. that can get messy. That can get very right, messy. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Just saying five is enough to, to make it, you know, stamp. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to go wide body? You, you I mean, I can go. I don't matter. Uh, definitely, I'm putting Eric Sermon in there because that was we're influenced by Eric. Um, Premier. Uh, I'm so East Coast biased. It's ridiculous. So you got to forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hmm, Dr. Dre, definitely Dr. Dre, and I have an affection for Battle Cat as well. Oh, I like Battle Cat big time. Uh, and let's see, last one I'll throw in, I'll throw in Hit Boy, man. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's it. Okay, Mm. I'm feeling right now. All right, yeah, definitely can change. Um, Yes, sir. All right, I'll just go ahead. Uh, Jay Dilla. Easy. Pete and Preem. Three. Dr. Dre. Four. And DJ Quick. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was He was a close, but him and Tall Black Guy, I think honorable mention. Tall Black yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, definitely a Dilla off the rip. <laughs> of course, um, P. Rock, um, um, Battle Cat, most definitely. Uh-huh. Like I'm more, I'm more Battle Cat than Quick. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I know that's sure. like. Sure. Oh, there's, man. there's. Yeah, it's it's just a certain pocket that cat got that I just mess mm-hmm. with. I get it. Uh, what's that four? Um, I'm gonna just put Mad Lib in there too. Ooh, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Five is hard though to really yeah, yeah. get body on board yeah, because it's it's switches all the time. Right. right. And that's also the reason why I don't give people the questions that I ask. Because if you got if I give you the questions, you got time to sit and marinate right, and go. Right, 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 and then right, number right. one, you know, I have <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You got time to think about it. Well, right. that that was an easy one, sir. Right. You know, and it's it's easier for you to say it. But if I tell you all the top of your head, name me five. Everybody fumbles and stumbles over that shit all day. Right. Coming and in it, at a close three. Yes. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, that shit. But if I make you do it right off the top of your head, it's a little bit different. So then right. what happens if you if someone asks you next week, it's a totally different five. And they're like, yo, you said mm-hmm. this over here, but it's always right. going to change. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's always going to change. You right. know what I mean? You're right. So uh, you said Battle Cat. Why Battle Cat? RTO. Baselines, baselines, baseline. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. them joints be crazy. It's his types of sounds that he incorporates with his music. Like for one, like I said, it has a certain pocket. You know, like it's 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 kind of hard to explain, but it like it 
he quantizes sometimes, but the most part he don't quantize, but it's still got a bop. Like he, he, it's just it do that thing, man. Uh it's he like he use a lot of um word is it, a lot of uh, sounds that is more word I'm looking for, like ephedral or if that's the word, but a lot of drony reverby type stuff stuff that just it just sounds majestic a lot of the time and then it's just hella funky on top of it like yeah definitely yeah, funky like, yeah dude yeah he got some joints what about jelly roll jelly roll got joints uh yeah he's up there he is up there. he is one of them ones okay nah, m- most definitely and i only threw that out there because that's another guy i don't hear people mention yeah yeah Yeah. and to me it's no disrespect to nobody's list but when i hear Mm -hmm. a list and i never hear dj quick on it Mm -hmm. it kind of bothers me it's like dude we talking about the guy who engineered and did a lot of that early stuff that was going on at death row a lot of of people don't know it though yeah don't have any idea it's like yo he he was there like that's him like that's right (laughs) that's him playing around and doing all that shit in there man like right Show that man the utmost respect. He's he's a he's legendary for for being in that studio with those guys. Yeah, like if like normally when I get that Dre or Quick, Saul is on Quick. Like that's just okay. It. Like I definitely prefer DJ Quick over Dre. But what? then like yeah, oh yeah. I'd say what? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dre got joints. Come on, it's Dre. Yeah, Dre. But Quick. For me, is is more musicality. Mm, there you go. Say it. Yeah. Say yeah. it. Let like, it on out. It was a multi instrumentalist and all that. So, the fact that like like oh said, he's doing this. He's doing this. He's on the guitar. He's on the bass. He's on the keys. Well, I look at he's their mixing. He's mastering. He's recording vocals. The he's reason rapping. The <laughs> so, reason why I give Padre in there. I look at the, uh, him and. And quick as having two different attributes. I like Dre and I respect Dre because Dre is able to take shit from all over and put it in one bowl mm-hmm. and make the best tasting cake you've ever tasted. You know, I know he didn't. Scott Storage, you know, right, like, right, goes right. on. Focus, right. mm-hmm. he's able to. He's a producer. He's able to. You know, right, he's, right. In that, he's in that. He's on both sides. He's on that when Diddy was doing all that shit in the in the, in the, in the mid nineties. And he's able to, you know, go on his music bag as well because, you know, he, he possesses that as well. So that's one of the reasons why I always put Dre in there, man, because he, he just has that ear, man. He understands the pockets of things and where the ha- where you want to hear him at, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Dre. You can't go wrong with him, but quick's love Quick. Yeah, quick is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. Quick, man. If I had more, oh. had more room, I'd put him in there. And Dilla, <laughs> only reason I say Dilla, man, because I wasn't up on Dilla early like y'all was. I, I, a lot of my favorite joints, I didn't know that was Dilla. <laughs> yeah, I don't think nobody knew. <laughs> right? Yeah, you were not alone. <laughs> I didn't know. I was definitely up here in Dilla, Dilla, and we have the same birth date, so that's mm. crazy. Yep. A lot of people <laughs> didn't know to like two thousand or right after he died that that was him on right. doing right. Erica Badu and Busta Rhymes and all that shit. Oh man, killing it. It yeah, like, doing it the whole time. Like I didn't fully get hip until after he passed, but then just like everyone else, there was a gang of joints that he made that I messed with 
while he was alive back then. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. I don't know who made this, but this go this joint go. Right. And then didn't come to find out, oh, that was Dylan. Oh, that was Dylan. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm just straight up a fan off the rip. Like, right. So I'm waving that you that I was waving that New York Soul flag in you know 2000s. I was waving that, so mm-hmm. he was all over that. Voodoo, <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know. Oh man, Bilal, yeah. uh, to just to name a few. But, yeah. Right. Shout out to Bilal, who's a great musician as well. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah. Hope he's doing well. Mm-hmm. All right. Name three or more. Of your favorite or classic jazz songs. Hmm. Hmm. Man. Good grief. Just three. Damn. Uh, I said or more. I said three. Or yeah, more. yeah. I mean, it's like trying to narrow it down. <laughs> it's also like just uh damn it. Kenny Burrell Joyce Damn it, man. Too good, man. Too good at your job. I'm getting <laughs> better and better at this shit, man. Right. I'm like, I'm like through the Rolodex right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> like I have over 300 episodes under my belt and only a hundred and oh. something out. Wow. You know? Yeah. Wow. Man, okay. I got one off the rip. That's that's straight up. Okay. And, um, one would be a Majima's Awakening. Okay. Um, two would be see now because he said classic jazz. So I'm like thinking of like Portuguese artists and stuff like that. Um, no, just songs that you would consider classic. All right, um, uh, I'm I'm gonna what's the name because it's in Portuguese. I can't. I'm, not, I'm gonna butcher the hell out that name. All right, stay away from that one, then. Do yeah. you know the name? Of the, do you know the name of the song without butchering it? That's it, it's a Arthur Veracai song, but I just okay. the actual. Uh, yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a super butcher that one. Um, uh, I'm gonna have to look it up the actual names of it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a, both of them are both one is from Asmith and then the other one's Arthur Veritas. So oh, shit. Both, yeah. my mine's guru Jazz Now I'm playing. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a jazz guy, man. I don't I'm not into jazz. Well, although I like listening to it, I I really I'm not really a gravitate towards it. That Duke uh, Ellington joint, uh I like that Duke Ellington uh joint that off the uh Love Jones soundtrack though. That kind of I always play that, but the sentimental mood. Yeah, sentimental mood. That's that's that's, that's classic. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Got one uh, of Kenny Burrell alone. I think it's uh, alone in the city. Okay, off his Asphalt Canyon Suite album. Ridiculous joint. Mm. Um, let's see. Where else do I want to go? Kenny. My Jamal joint. Uh, uh, what's the name of it? Jeez. 
terrible with names. Yeah, same. Totally. It's that one song, you know, that one that goes, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Been in and the horns. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it be on. <laughs> Why, body? What, what, what? Uh, genre of music would you prefer to name three from? I go uh, blues. What's that? See, I, I'm 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 not good with the names either because there's a few blues on my my father. He was uh he was into the blues. Be like, oh, uh, I'm talking about that. Oh, uh, uh, gin, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, juke joint. Uh, oh, you guys yeah. are really stumped right now, huh? Yeah, I'm yeah. stumped. I mean, you got you got us, man. For me. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm just trying to think of one. Like, damn, what name? Like, Hold on, let me go to the. I was trying to make sure I was on my shit. Are uh-huh. you on it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, something real easy is a uh, cold train. My favorite things. Oh man, muddy waters, yeah. hoochie coochie man. Got about that, muddy waters man. Okay. Wait, and there's another one too. Back uh, to his name. I guess get his name. I know the name of the song though. Willie Dixon. He's a backdoor man. <laughs> a backdoor man. I'm yeah, like, I was like, whoa. Whoa, whoa yeah, whoa. okay. Wait, okay, okay. Go tell it. Uh, Wait, yeah, different different times. Right. Different times, man. Different podcasts. Right. Different podcasts, man. I had to do the porn uh, stars. Long story, <laughs> we used to play, uh, we used to bowl and stuff. And, uh, and it was real for blood, you know. Me and my dad used to bowl together. You know, people were talking their stuff, man. So me and my dad, we, you know, we we'd win, and my dad be like, "Hey, the back door, man." <laughs> That's kind of near and dear to my heart. Oh man. Uh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. As long as there's a backstory. I had to, I had to break right, that. Right. Yeah. I, I, I feel I had to give you the backstory because yeah. I didn't want to leave it like that. Like, man, this dude. <laughs> Explain yourself, sir. <laughs> Explain right. yourself. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I might as well keep y'all uh, <laughs> laptops and everything open because I got another one. This one, I feel bad about myself for the next question for answering stupidly. <laughs> okay. Why y'all do that? I'm gonna just go to the next one. All right. No, name no, your, you go ahead. Name yeah. name your favorite rap album from 1996. Whoa. Oh. One Body from ninety six. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> three. One. I, oh, oh I three. top three, top three. Come on, okay. five, man. <laughs> top man. three. The score, man. Mine's. I just put it out. The score. All right, go go five then. Score five. stakes is high. Um, with the love movement. Uh, shoot, what else came out in ninety six? Uh, a lot. Man, what's that other one? I oh, didn't. Damn. Um, 96 was a good year. Mm-hmm. Is that, oh, that's 97. Oh, Reasonable Doubt. Sorry, Reasonable Doubt. Mm-hmm. Reasonable Doubt. One uh, more. Oh, man. Muddy Waters. Aliens, Outcast. It was written. 18. No, you can't. You can't be throwing them all out there, man. Let these. I'm oh, sorry, my man. My bad. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Two of them. That's six. Hey, strike that. Strike that from the record, man. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Four, man. Reasonable doubt, man. Yeah, on Illidale Half Life. 
think it was 96. I want to say that was 96. If I, I remember it correctly. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Philadelphia. Of course, the score. Muddy Waters is a both of those. AT Aliens is an easy one. Um, damn, but reason it, it it was written too. Mm-hmm. For reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, let me just stop. That, that's enough. It's getting. <laughs> it's, it's more, but that was my first year in the military, man. Wait, they lost. Gosh. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, crazy. Uh, well, my, my man, uh, go ahead, RTO. For it. I don't want to spill the beans. Now. I'm not sure this is 96 or not. I think it is, but E40's in a major way. <laughs> I want to say that was, was that 96. 96? I want yeah. it. It's either 95 yeah. or 90. I want to say it's 96, but it could be 95. Is that the one with the player's ball on it? That's the one. Uh, no, no, no. This is the one with Dusted and Disgusted on it. And, um, um, remember that. That's the oh. one with... Um, that's the one where Slurry came. No, no, that was not Slurry came. What's the name of the damn song on there? I'm trying to think no. of the hit like that would have got nationwide play. Um, the Hall of Game or something like that. Yeah, the Hall of Game is with the Players Club. Okay. This is um this in a major way. It's the one where he had like the little Rolex as the album cover it was like. Oh like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I never realized that 96 had so many joints out. Ride sideways this way, that way. That wasn't a, that's not a national song. What the hell? There was a song that, that peaked on that album. I'm just totally blanking. It's, it is E40. I mean, we got a million songs. And Amazing but, Way came out in 95. All right, all right, 95. Okay, bet. It was written, Muddy Waters, um, the disaster strikes come out in '96. Yep. Then disaster strikes. When disaster strikes. Yep. And I think the other single you might be talking about with E40 is "Sprinkle Me." Yeah, "Sprinkle Me." Yeah. yeah. Oh, "Sprinkle Me," man. Yeah, all right. over the place. Helter yeah. Skelter. Yeah. ODC. The ODC come out '96 too. Or was that just helped? '97, maybe. You talking about the one the hurricanes to ring and uh? Yeah. Ah, you got me there, bro. I, you know what? I'm gonna take out it was written, and I'm gonna put in crucial conflict. Whoa! <laughs> final man. kick. Yes, oh, man. I was slapping the hell off that. I am not gonna lie. Wow! Hey, that out. Man. I'm gonna take out tribe, and I'm gonna put uh, UGK in there. Yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. Mm. That was a crazy year on the music side, right? They're ridiculous. Yeah. Mississippi. Man, he put me on the UGK, my old army buddy from Mississippi. <laughs> Man, once I got a hold of UGK, man, they 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 just became one of my favorites of I all time. I love them, man. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, I just became real big on listening to their music because it was authentic and and, and genuine. And right. I love that shit. They weren't trying to fit in the box either, man. They was they letting you know that too. Like, nah, we're not in this box here. This is what we doing over here. I respected that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Bond was a lyricist. Salute to Pimp C for being a a a beat a great beat maker or producer. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah, and, and rapping. Personality. You know. I yeah. love personality. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to call him a character because I think that would be kind of you don't have to say character, but he does he did have charisma though. Yeah. Yeah. Charisma. Sure. Yeah, his charisma, charisma was great. Um, did any of you guys ever tune in to watch the Wu Tang American saga? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watch those. What did y'all movie. think of that? Everything <laughs> besides those mini movies they tried to do at the last season. Right. It was was dope. But when they tried to make, you know, the ODB album into his own little special episode, I I was done. I, I didn't need that. I didn't yeah. like that one, but the one when they, they did uh I forgot. It was a jizz when you talking about when they was going from barrel to barrel. To- yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was dope. I like that. I like that. I think that was Jizz's F for his. Episode. Yeah, that was the liquid source one, I think. Right. Yeah, right, and right. it kind of yeah. like it kind of shows you what happened, how they got to where they mm-hmm. are, you know, without saying it. Same mm-hmm. like the way they did the Biggie. When you ain't like the one with Biggie on there, uh, Smitty. No. I liked it because it was like <laughs> okay, I, it was like they it. explained <laughs> what happened without. Without telling you and being offensive to anything that actually did happen, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I say this. Maybe it was too much of a change for me at the time. Okay. So I'm like, bro, I'm I'm watching. I'm like, okay, I'm used to do with the bad Rizzo impersonation and everything else. I'm like, straight, you know, whatever. And then it hit those episodes. I'm like, I'm like, okay, it just might yeah. might be just the beginning, maybe 15 minutes, wow. and they keep going. I'm like, yo, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of threw me off. So I was like, all right, well. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass. I watched them all though, just to be like, and they're what the ones you mentioned were better than ODB one. ODB one, probably the worst, and it's bad to start with that one because I was like, yeah. oh man, I can't. yeah, they lay out with that one. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> I was like, damn, is this gonna get worse or are they gonna go up from here? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, that was that was a rough one. Yeah, it was. yeah, I was watching it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking this is about to be something quick that they did, just you know. Like yeah. said, like little, I mean, ten minutes something, but that joy just kept going. I'm like, oh, this is like, we like, this is the episode. Like five more minutes yeah. left, like we yeah. still going. Like, oh no! All right, okay, all right, yes. all right. You but know, I, like the previous season, my bad. They um, it did the joint with the having the different band members and yeah, while, yeah. that was dope. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thinking you might try to elevate that the next season, and we come with the ODB joint. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> but nah. yeah, yeah. I sat there. I was like, man, I'm gonna watch the next episode. But if it continues <laughs> to take <laughs> this role, I'm out. Right. I'm, I'm signing <laughs> out. I'm not doing this no more. All right. My next question has to do with signature and style. Right. Growing up in hip hop, you guys. DJ Quick has his own style. Mm-hmm. Premier has one. Uh, 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 who's another one? Havoc from All Deep has one. Mm-hmm. Uh, RZA has one. Rock Wilder. They all have a, a signature to their to their beat. Neptunes, N-E-R-D, whatever you want to call it. All right. Do you guys have a signature to yours yet? I would like to say I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know it, but. I don't know yours either, sir, and I listen to your shit a lot. Yeah, but my my wife can tell at any point in time. It's like, oh yeah, that's you. I'm like, that's true. I know your drums, <laughs> sweetie. Okay. I know your drums. When I'm listening to, it, I know, I know, I know your signature when the drums kick in. I don't know it off the off the rip, but at a certain points, I go, I oh, I can definitely tell between you and six off the rip. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So you say you can't recognize it though? Nope. Really. Yeah, I don't, hmm. I don't hear it at all. <laughs> Which is kind of what, sir. You do it all the time. Living. I know. <laughs> it, it makes you know. I, I don't recognize it in the slightest. 
like have you been like compared it to like old beats mm-hmm you can yeah. tell the progression i can you can tell the progression of it and then there's a point where it goes is there's that that agent smith that's actually in there in a beat and i go there it is right there yeah, i mean i'm sure it's there but i don't go back and listen to a lot of my stuff though as even well. when that's six probably... even when six tries to imitate you or he tries to copy certain things. I go, nah, you, I mean, you did it, but I know who that guy is. <laughs> yeah, he has a very distinct signature. Yeah. So all you we guys should... to say that you have it, except for the guy that doesn't know that he has one. Yeah. Like I hear theirs, but yeah, I don't hear my own. I have to listen to more RTO and wide body so I can so I can hear it. But even six has one. Six has yeah, one. Yeah, as well. sure. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody does. I mean, I not to say that I wouldn't have one, but everybody has something that you can tell. Like, oh, okay, that's so and so. Oh, that's Apollo. Oh, that's Kev Brown. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so you know, Black Milk. Mm-hmm. If you you know, I think that's ninth, ninth wonder. Yeah, ninth. You hear it's definitely ninth. Yeah. What yeah. about the the brothers from uh uh Dungeon Family? I I'm, I'm not sure uh, about uh, that. Rico Wade and all. Yeah. There, there's something. It, it to seems it. to switch. I would say you hear it more when Sleepy's singing on it. Okay. But if it's a joint with Sleepy singing, oh, I know that's organized <laughs> oh, yeah. or it's off the rip. Like, but like, say, like, stuff on Southern Playlistic, you put that to like something they do recent, they don't sound the same. It, it may be bass heavy. I believe the guy who was on the bass still mess with them. But if you play deep, compared to like i like the way you move like yeah yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> or that can't wait can't wait right exactly can't wait right yeah plus you know it's a you know was it three or four of them mm-hmm. right right so right. i think that's probably what helps it be a little you know mm-hmm. more and more mix, blending in not really being able to really tell because you right. know mm-hmm. rico way might start with something then sleepy might do something and they just mm-hmm. add on to it somebody else adding the frosting and he's stirring up the eggs this time and stuff and the other one's baking it at his temperature mm-hmm. you got a point there i ain't looking at it like that all right when you guys aren't aren't making beats and aren't in the studio who what do you guys do to relax <laughs> relax um good old video games yes sir <laughs> <laughs> already know that's is that unanimous uh games are movies for me games are like right. watching your know, movie tv shows man i i yeah same with me i'll say even though I won't, i'm not creating i will be in here watching old footage of fights i like boxing and ufc so I'm, i watch old fights so yeah I, something like Why, that body you can definitely fuck with me on the boxing bro that should be oh, my yeah. shit. okay okay oh yeah yeah big fight next week some people seem to think it's gonna go one way. I, I tend to think it's gonna go the other. Uh, fighting, Charlo and um, Canelo. Oh, yeah. I oh, say yeah. I say Charlo wins. Brother, we do um, we do a, a box, we do a fight uh, <clears throat> Zoom on Saturdays when big fights, man. You more than welcome to uh, stop through, man. I'll Let me know. Patient. Let me know. Let me know. I say Charlo wins a fight. I say he outboxes him. Me too, and I think he's bigger. And you know, uh, I don't think Canelo is going to be able to deal with with the, with his power. Um, 
I'll, I'll say this. I've, I think it'll come down to who's the better counter counter puncher. Hmm. Yes, yes. I just remember. Uh, right, right. That's gonna be a big play, a big part in there, and that too. Was that Bevo? He beat got beat him. Bevo, Bevo, Bevo beat him up. I think if he uses that same, you know, if he can, like Bevo went right through his punches. It mean nothing. So Charlo can do that. Nello's gonna be in trouble. I think he can do it. I I think we're looking at a guy who was actually six feet tall and he's been fighting at one fifty four. He right. naturally walks around at one ninety two hundred pounds. Right. So so going up to one sixty eight ain't the problem. It's right. just being in shape and being conditioned. <laughs> you know what I mean? So because bro, he's he's bro. usually in dog shape, I don't think that's going to be I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think he's going to be very healthy. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be okay, and he's gonna walk into that ring and be like, this is it. Right. That, that's all you gonna right. do. Canelo. Yeah. Like you five foot eight. Like that's that's it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We can do this all night, then, my guy. Think you could put him to the to the to the mat. I think that can happen. So if you've noticed anything about Canelo in the past four or five years, he went up in weight and his output has dropped. Yes, it has. Because he, he used to throw in combinations and a lot of punches. Now it's one or two. Is is because he's trying his best to to get to the later rounds, right? So he's mm-hmm. not he's not being as explosive as he used to be. Even so. Yes, right. yes, sir. Because he, everybody, well, I don't know if you guys know that, but he's not a guy that's had the best gas tank all the time, you know. And the more he has to do, the more he gasses out. So right. even in that Bovol fight, taking punches takes a lot out of you too. I don't think people know that, but I taking mean, a punch hurts. That's you body shots and yeah, I, he was connected. I feel bad. Canelo's a dog though. He ain't gonna, you know, he's not gonna be caught out there with no win. And no. then get the mercy. That's one thing he's not gonna do. So no, he gonna fight, but I just I just see the expertise and boxing skill of this fight playing out like it normally does against him. Yes. You know, uh he had this same problem with Bivo, like you said, at 175, which I think was a weight class too high for him Way to begin with. Him. Um he wanted to do that. I can't believe he did it. I can because I think what Canelo thought was that. I'm gonna fight another Eastern European fighter, and they're all the same. And I'm gonna right. get this guy out of here, right? Out of I fought, I fought. Uh, what is who did he fight? What's the guy's name? I fought Kovalev, I fought Callum Smith, I fought all these guys who have similar styles. So what's different about you? Right, just a long he, line of the same, you know. And he didn't, but he what he didn't understand is that there's a boxing background behind Bavo, two hundred and something amateur fights. Yes, this was a guy who was stamped. By Pernell Whitaker, he said, "Yo, you're gonna be a champion, kid. And if Pernell stamps you, like can't come over here too. They they, they got hip. Yeah. Like a lot of them UK dudes that stay over used to just stay over there. And then you know they you get a little taste of what's going on. Uh, Ricky Hatton for one. Yeah, uh, you remember him? You know, oh, this guy's a good body puncher. Yeah, you can punch all day, but can you hit him? No, you yeah. can't hit boy." Yeah. Come over and, here and get some, you know, this uh, this 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 U.S. type of uh, this real smoke. Come over here and learn how we really get down, so you can right. actually learn what we're doing. Footwork, yeah. <laughs> all the stuff that really matters, not just punching. Like punching right. is cool, but punching should be the last thing that you worry about. I ain't gonna give away the secrets because you know, uh, yeah. But um, definitely, there's also a fight fight that might be on very soon, um, happening on ESPN Plus and everything. So. Uh, yeah, there's is a it's a lot of good fights. Oh, let me ask you this: since we're on the subject of boxing, what did you think of the Spence Crawford fight? 
Well, I, I always felt that Crawford was a better fighter, even you know, even though his resume is not stacked like, say, a Spence was. I just felt Crawford had more tools in his tool shed. I felt, you know, I just keep hearing, oh, he Spence wasn't himself, but we knew, remember Spence fought uh, was a Kell Brook before after that accident. So mm-hmm. I just think that uh, Spence thought he was gonna beat the will out of him, and that first time when 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 Spence tried to uh try to muscle uh Crawford up and that and he didn't move. Yeah, he pushed him off him like nah little right. buddy. Yeah. He's like, nah. Oh boy. Then he kept letting him push him to the ropes. He said, Man, I said, Man, watch for that that right for that. Oh man, watch for that hook. And he did that, man, and just that quick bink. I said, It's gonna be a long night, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I was so I was texting my cousin. He was like, Who do I bet on? I was like, Bud. He was like, Cuz, he too small. I'm like, no, he not. I'm like, just look at him. Look at him. Like they they about the same. Like Errol is bigger because he's five foot nine, five foot ten. And he's naturally a bigger the guy who sucks down to that weight. But that ain't gonna matter. The better boxer is Bud. And and it's a whole it's a whole bunch of shit that I kept telling him. And he was like, Man, he gonna he gonna lose, he gonna lose. Like, all right. And I was like, You bet me a hundred dollars then. Bet me a hundred dollars, you know. Let me ask you this. Do you think that Spencer get Get maybe a couple or maybe a tune-up fight before he take the rematch. I don't know. I think he already. It's already in ink already. I'm not sure. It's not. It's not ink. But they. Uh, he has said that he wants to fight. Like he has notified the uh, the WBC and everybody else that he wants to fight. My thing is, even if you take a tune-up, it ain't gonna be the same as fighting him. So, true. You know what I mean? Like that. That's not gonna change anything. What needs to change is the way that you go about your routine. Like you did everything that he did was so slow and methodical that bud was just looking at like yo if you're gonna do that right this what you come to do yeah the coach i don't see what a coach and i don't see any of that i don't see i don't i I didn't see it man they better hurry up for boots boots get up there so because once boots boots is gonna be a problem sorry definitely he is um he's already (laughs) a problem um he just needs he just needs that that one or two fights and I hope it would I would like for I can't say I hope I would like for it to be Keith Thurman or one of these guys that's sitting like around that. not doing nothing. I you like know? Yeah. But I, I I understand why Keith Thurman wouldn't take that fight because he was the leader of PBC. Everything that Arrow did, remember, that was Keith who was doing it before until he got injured. Indeed, indeed. You know, so I'm not gonna even go into that. But if you understand what it was, Keith Thurman had that spot. And he's still kind of holding it. That's why he's saying, y'all not the real king until somebody get me up out the way. True. Thurman was that dude, though. Yeah, he was. That Pacquiao fight should not have went that way. And no one's seen that. I didn't, you know, I love Pacquiao, but I didn't see, you know, I no way he could have told me he would have he beat uh, Thurman. Shit. That's why, Shit. you know, remember Mayweather didn't want to see him either. Mayweather was like, I ain't seeing that, 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 that young, hungry lion. <laughs> y'all crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to get me killed. I uh I felt like the fight with Keith Thurman was kind of gonna go that way. I thought it would either be uh go the distance or it would get bloody and bad. I thought it would I would I thought it would be one or the other because there's no telling what type of Pacquiao you're gonna get, you know. Yeah, true, true. I hope he retires. I hope Triple G retires. I don't want to see because I'm a triple G. I love Triple G. I don't want to see I'm him not, like that again. You don't I'm like not, that? No. I don't like Triple G. Um uh, all the guys that he needed to fight, he never fought them. Yeah. You know, the, the Andre Wards. Oh, my. Woo. 
He didn't fight Andre Ward. He didn't fight. He didn't fight neither one of the Charlos, and they chased him down for years. He didn't fight neither one of them. He did. You know, so but you fought Canelo three times, and then to me, that just was that was about money. Even though he did beat him, he he clearly beat Canelo the in the first one. fight. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, he clearly beat Canelo in that first fight. But the second fight was okay. I gave it to Canelo because he they said he needed to come forward, and he did. He stayed in front of his face all night. And he made he made Triple G very uncomfortable in that fight, but yeah. Overall, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And it's kind of old, man. What did you did you ever were you ever a believer of the Jermaine Taylor hype? I was, I was, dude. Okay, okay, okay. I was. I ain't gonna lie. I thought he was a really good boxer. He had a very he had a beautiful jab. But it was like somewhere in his fights, he would just lose focus and then he just get caught. Like it's like usually around that six, seven, eight round, he would just start getting caught. And then that's when he would just unravel and go to shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he was a typical fighter coming out of like the crunk gym, the, the left, the left jab, right hand, right? Yep. Set it up, set up everything behind the jab, and then you you throw that bomb. Hearns did it, uh, Gerald Wallace, uh, uh, the G-Man, all those guys did it. It was the same shit for everybody coming out of Crunk Gym. But with him, it was like that six, seven, eighth round, shit would just go wrong. I miss mine. Like, you, you go back and watch the fight with him and uh, Kelly Pavlik. That's a classic fight. Yes. Kelly Pavlik tried to nod to him in the middle of the fight. Like, okay, you caught me. And he bang, 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 run off a combination on him. Had Kelly Pavlik doing noodle shit, noodle legs around the ring. Next thing you know, Kelly Pavlik was like, all right, okay, six, seven, eight. We'll see what's up. Right. And next thing you know, bang, 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 bang. Shots started getting put together. And he went to sleep. Do you feel that first B-Hop fight? I felt they gave that to him because he was supposed to be a dude who pushed, pushed boxing. I think they he kind of got that nod because I, I felt I felt behind won that. I just felt like they gave it to uh the kid because of his just yeah. activity in the room in the ring. I mean, he was just active, he was just more active. Uh not that a lot of those shots was landing, but he kept the jab out there. And it didn't seem like B Hop was like doing enough to take over the fight. Even though he was a champion, he wasn't doing enough to take over the fight. So I think they just gave it to a, gave it to him off activity and probably because they didn't like B Hop either. So Hey, did they dance or didn't like be hot? No, nah. they were upset. Dude was like 40 years old fighting. They was like, yo, how does nigga keep winning these fights, man? Right. Live a disciplined lifestyle, man. Very disciplined. Probably still do. <laughs> still do. No, still do. Still do. Right. I've seen people, I've been out when I would go out and hang out in, in Vegas. I've seen people pass him drinks and he pushed the shit away or he turned his back to it and walked the other way. Mm. Like he, he don't drink. Very. He lives very clean. Still got a slim, a slim figure too. Like he, like he almost ready to fight. So, wow. See, that's a lot of discipline. Right. A lot of discipline. But yeah, I watched that. That Spence Crawford fight was a fight where I was like, if you're looking at it, you can just see how slow uh, Errol is. Mm, yes. And Very then, cool. and then you can see Bud. If you go back and pay attention to it, he's like kind of setting a trap. Like walk in, walk in, just walk in, plow forward, and. If you like me, you you know what you're looking for, the counting of steps and the way the person, their signature to how they come forward and everything. And it's just beautiful setup. I kind of knew the fight was gonna be was gonna be one-sided that first round, though. If you go back and look at the first round, they're jabbing yeah. at each other. 
And then at one point, Bud steps in to the jab and it goes past him by like a foot or two. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. And I'm usually what that crazy. what that usually what that means is that somebody's faster. Yep. You know, I was like, uh oh. My so, leap years. <laughs> yeah. What man, what? It it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. All right, so I'll get back to the question because I can talk boxing all fucking night. No. You know, that's that's very easy for me to do. I think y'all just answered the question about uh decompressing and what you do. You guys said video games and uh watching movies. What's the last two movies that you guys actually enjoyed? Enjoyed uh me they clone Tyrone. That was good, man. That was yeah. good. Uh Oh, I I finally watched Interstellar. That was good. Ah, okay, yeah, that, that joint dope. Yeah. Uh, I'm co-signed with the they clone Tyrone. That was uh, really dope. And um, was the outlaw? What do you call it? Black. Uh, you saw that already, Smith? Yeah, yeah. Out outlaw outlaw Johnny Black. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, is that in theaters or is it like streaming? It's in theaters. Okay. Yeah, I saw it uh, last weekend. Damn it, man. You beat me to it. I don't know how I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, you can be on it, but yeah, yeah, nah, that's, those are probably the last two I can remember that I really enjoyed, so. Okay. Boy, y'all making me feel like so out there. I, I haven't watched, <laughs> man, I, I watch old stuff. Okay, so you stay in the chamber of just like the classic shit you like? I do, I do. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. All right. My next question. When you guys are working with other rappers, do you would you rather them punch in or do this whole verse or song over? Do the whole verse over. Whole verse. Whole and verse. I got a rapper now that likes oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> makes it an art form to punch in. He'll break up his raps and he'll say like, hey, welcome to the and then we're gonna go to the and he'll go back and forth and he'll forget the second one, but <laughs> when he first we first started, you know, recording, he'd do the whole thing I'm like, yeah. Now I'm like the punch master. <laughs> Man, unless right. you're trying to be slick Rick, then I don't want to hear it. Right. <laughs> I mean, like for those who know how to make it an art of punching in, yeah. Like say like Trader Truth. Like his punches be crazy how he it's one line just follows the other and it follows the other and it it just it almost sounds seamless to a point. Like he's like doing it for effect. But mm -hmm. I'm saying if you yeah, I I definitely would want someone to just one take Jake. It's hard to capture that feeling of punching in. One part mm -hmm. you would be saying it. You had this emotion, and you know, done this so many <laughs> times. You just, uh, mm -hmm. I'm just yep. trying to get it in. And like, how do I match this line with this line? And yeah, exactly. There's a plus to that, I think. And I knew someone else, uh, this, this female I work with down here. She used to record as like a sentence at a time. Mm. So. And she would catch it and then it would be so with her breathing it sounds so clean but one thing with punching you it, it makes you be more of a producer because you like you know you're getting to analyze 
things. Well, let's come in on here, man. We'll drop that. So you're more engaged in what he's saying instead of someone just coming, just dropping the pre, pre-wrote rap. A lot of times you can go in and kind of put your little touch to it too to improve it, not to just put your mark on it. But, you know, of course, a lot of some people want to get involved so they could be a part of it. And other people want want to get involved to make it a, a overall dope track. So that's my thoughts. Yeah, get your puppy on that way. So yeah. okay. makes sense. You take that in there. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> well, for the most part, you all agree that you would rather them just do the verse over. The perfect world. Yeah. yeah. And I understand that because doing the verse over means that the 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 cadence and the energy stays <clears throat> exactly. Like there's you you know how you feel about that verse and your emotions stays the same throughout the course of it. When you're punching in, it kind of becomes robotic and it's not the same. Like you're just saying it to just to be saying it because you know the lines. Right. And from being around producers, being around Six, Agent Smith, and a bunch of other guys, I, I noticed. You know, like certain things when they're doing it, it's like, yeah, you know, it's not like you say, you got to dress it up and make it make it seem cool or whatever it is. But you see that, you know. There's a lack of attention that it takes to sit there and actually say a verse and, and, and mean it, you know, over and over again until you get it right, you know, because you should. It's your shit. Like, Good you point. should know it. Good point. So, yeah, um, I just got that from watching, listening to them. And then um, I never asked to punch in. Have a? Mm, not that I can remember. I don't. I don't. I just, right, do you just redo the whole. whole do the, I do the whole thing. Hold whole thing over. I don't see the point in just in punching in. So everybody agrees, no punching in. Just, re, just redo it. In a perfect world, yes. All right. Oh, yeah. In a perfect world. All right. Last question I'm gonna ask: Three producers you would like to that you could talk to or work with. Uh, three uh one pete rock yeah you should be excluded agent smith i think you've been asked that question before i have actually mm-hmm. I- i'll leave with the one pete rock uh, i'll why by yartio y'all got the rest <laughs> i think i think you can get a lot of knowledge from primo because he like to talk and he probably just be throwing gems and shit and <laughs> laughing and I, th- I would like the. I think that guy right there. Um. Oh my man, you got two more. Oh, two more. Um. Uh. I think. Uh. What's what's do. Uh. What's do them that uh did um. Why have I missed it? Uh. Even. Uh, what's this? Them names. It's a. It's a duo. Evil, uh, evil D, evil D, and uh, yeah. uh B minus, B minus, yeah. yeah. I could, yeah, I, I want to be in that little house, man. That's my kind of area. That just mm-hmm. some up north stuff right there. Um, do seem cool. I'll be able to get some jewels for them because you know they they just rock on different stuff, and you could tell they're on the cutting edge of things. They, you know, they change up. You know, when the ring came out, hey, I mean, using this 3000, I still might use it, but I'm gonna try this ring right now, too. And I'm gonna still mm-hmm. make it funky. That and um, my man. Large professor. Mm. Yeah. Classic. You know, when you um right there, man, you wanna put, you know what I'm saying? Use your kick right <laughs> back that up. Um Yeah, son. Oh yeah, you are right. Mr. Yeah, New York, yeah. You know what I'm saying? On that part on that particular 
on that particular <laughs> one. <laughs> yep. Right. Um, I would say Rick Rock. Rick Rock. Rock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Pharrell. Um, and then just on some. Hmm. That's an interesting one because I'm trying to think who I would like try to like Rick Rock take for, for real. Yeah, and the third um I don't know if I want to say Pete Rock. He might end up talking some wild stuff, so I don't know. Yeah, we've got to <laughs> we gotta steer the conversation, you know. Right. Like, we'll keep it on the music, <laughs> we'll be good, right. you know. In fact, um I just throw Battle Cat in there. Yeah, you can't beat that. Oh, you? I would have a good conversation with him too, because he like gear and shit, man. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight up gear. Chop it up. Right. Okay. Do you want grab this beautiful, beautiful SP? <laughs> Get that converter talk. Right. <laughs> All right. I ain't gonna hold you guys up no longer, man. I appreciate you guys jumping on with me and doing this. Oh yeah, no problem. Yes, time, bro. Definitely, yes, sir. Definitely. Wide body, definitely send me them links and everything, and I'll gotcha. be a part of it. Gotcha. Uh, we can connect on that. I've had some boxes on my podcast too, just yeah, in case you want to check. Okay. Um, Stitch has been on my podcast before. Or okay. uh, Coach Kenny Ellis was on there like a, a week or two ago. Okay. Um, we I didn't fi- I didn't get a chance to finish that uh, podcast because he had to go. Uh, so we have to we have to reschedule that. So I've I've had different people on my podcast, man. Definitely, man. Check it out, bro. Yeah. Awesome, Greg Hackett. Greg Hackett was on there uh, about a week or two ago as well. So man, you be playing around. That's what's up, man. I'm I'm trying to get back into work. Yeah. I get you. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been the end of another great podcast. I had some guys stumped this time, and it's a beautiful thing. Yes, indeed, indeed. Salute, salute. Yep. Remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken. Mm. You bitch you. Yeah.